High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Gonna do what I really think I like about Mondays. Could it be like Saturdays when you don't gotta go to work every day the holiday? I wake up when I want to. I do anything I wanna do. Can't wait for Tuesday. When some loud bragger tries to put me down and says this school is great, I tell him right away. What's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard of my school? It's number one in the state. Hey, hey, take it away. Get that so ball Welcome, current high schoolers, former high schoolers, those of you who enjoyed the ride through the teenage years, and maybe some of you out there who would like a do-over. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the study session's at my place this evening. But first, school is still in session. Despite it being homeschool, we're still doing your sophomore year. Can't forget that. But we have some homework to chat about before we get into the nitty-gritty. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. Once again, want to start the show off by saying thank you to all our healthcare heroes out there, our essential workers even non-essential workers, everyone who's helping us plow along and get back to normalcy. And just thank you for everyone who's listening right now. I mean, I really appreciate it. We've been going twice a week, and it's been so fun. Again, I don't know how long that's going to continue as some of us are indeed going back to work, including myself. But hey, this has been a fun ride, and I'm going to try to continue this as long as I can because I recorded a ton of episodes during quarantine, and I want you guys to hear all of them as soon as possible. But let's chat about your homework, shall we? First, I want to talk about last week. Last Monday was our birthday, High School Slumber Party's two-year anniversary. Listen to that episode on 16 Candles with Shawnee Mead. It was awesome. It was one of my favorite episodes. And, you know, I'm so happy, happy to have two years doing this podcast. And maybe something that, you know, It's always a red flag every year when we have our anniversary. Well, it's only happened twice, but you get it. Because it means that the school year is almost coming to an end. So you better bone up in your studies, maybe catch up on some past episodes, because it's going to matter. You don't want to go to summer school again, do you? And by the way, the best place you can check out those past episodes is on cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me, the home of so many other great pop culture podcasts, including some podcasts from our guests today. But more on him a little bit later. 
Remember, guys, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us right now, whether that be Spotify, whether that be Apple Podcasts, whether that be Google Play, whether that be Stitcher. And while you're there, if you haven't already, give us a nice little five-star rating or however many stars it allows. The top one, please. And if you can, why don't you go on there and write us a nice, cute little review? We love that here in High School Slumber Party. But remember, the best way you can spread the word on High School Slumber Party, the best way you can pay me back for that expensive fee I charge you for listening to this show of zero dollars and zero cents is by telling a friend about High School Slumber Party and all the fun things we do here twice a week these days. Twice a week. Oh, I almost forgot. How about Friday's episode? I've really enjoyed Big Time Adolescence. I don't know if it came through in the podcast. And my guest, the foodie films man himself, Kyle Reinfried, enjoyed it as well. And I've been on a huge Pete Davidson kick. I know that's not the most popular thing to say. Anytime I recommend Pete Davidson to someone, they're like, oh God, him? Or why? And I'm just like, give him a chance. And look, if it's not your cup of tea, I get it. If he's rubbed you the wrong way, I get it. But if you are willing to give him a chance, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. He did this great one, though, in February with Charlemagne the God. I don't know if you're too familiar with him, but he's a great interviewer. <laughs> I used to like watch him get into fights with Kanye, but that's a different story. Another topic for another day, probably for another show. Anyway, watch this interview. It's an hour long, and you're like, oh my god, I feel for this guy. I get this guy. He has to deal with so much. He's just like struggled so much, and he's really like really down to earth. It's amazing. Anyway, I can't recommend that interview enough, and I can't recommend enough you listening to our episode from last Friday on Big Time Adolescence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. And while we're in quarantine, I brought the bell home with me. And I just never know when it's going to ring, but we have some more to chat about. A lot more, actually. Just wanted to thank everyone who went to our live stream on Zoom last Thursday, hosted by myself, but more importantly, a former guest of ours, Christian Larson. It was awesome. The trivia questions were great. He did a great job of putting everything together. Maybe we'll do another one. Who knows? I'm not sure if we'll have the time, but if we do, I'd love to because I had a blast. The movie Chosen ended up being Fast Times at Ridgemont High, a movie we haven't covered here yet, but we definitely have to. It really got me in the mood to cover it. And afterwards, we watched some cool cartoons, including Clone High, my favorite cartoon of all time. We don't really cover TV here, but if we did, oh my god, I would be talking all about Clone High. But thank you, Christian Larson, for hosting, and thank you, everyone, everyone who stopped by. That was so awesome. So let's talk about today's homework, today's episode. For you Lifetime fans out there, this probably was a fun watch. And for those of you who aren't a fan of Lifetime, maybe you, I don't know, maybe maybe your interest has been piqued when we've had this guest on, Joe Two, from a lot of great shows, but most importantly, Too Fast, Too Forever. He's a huge Lifetime fan, and he's brought us these Lifetime movies, and you know what? I've gotten a kick out of them. They're so silly. They're so great. They're such a genre in itself. And today's film was Identity Theft of a Cheerleader. And I don't know. I had so much fun recording it. I recorded it last month, actually. But this episode, along with what we're going to have next Monday, is what inspired me to do Cheer Mondays. I just happened to have this film and another film scheduled like I think within a day of each other and I'm like oh my god there's so many great cheer movies there's so many fun stories to tell we have to do a cheerleading series 
on this show, and it's gone well so far. We've just done Bring It On, and we took a little bit of a break, but we're back. So that's my long way of saying welcome back to Cheer Mondays, and oh my God, this is a silly one. This is a fun one. So I don't want to keep you waiting for too much longer. I couldn't really find music from this film because it was a Lifetime film and it seemed to have original music that was unavailable or I just couldn't find it. So I just like googled cheerleading songs and this one came up, an oldie but maybe a goodie. This is Holla Back Girl from Gwen Stefani. Ooh. <laughs> so pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you're going to have a Monday study session with Brian because we're about to get our cheer party on. Class dismissed. Uh-huh, this my shit. All the girls dump your feet like this. Few times been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause it ain't no holler back, girl. It ain't no holler back, girl. Few times been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause it ain't no holler back, girl. It ain't no holler back, So, Joe, I feel like I finally, maybe not finally because I always understood it, but I'm in the mode now where Lifetime movies mean so much more to me now. <laughs> really? You know, we're, we're in this quarantine situation, if you will, yes. and I haven't been going to work. I've been working from home, and I get it more now, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just going crazy or something, but I was so much more intrigued this time than I usually am. Like, yeah, dude, they're they're <laughs> meant for like a time like this, right? Like you've been at home for like a lot of days. Did you did you give yourself like commercial breaks in between? So the, they have these natural commercial breaks. <laughs> they like, do, you don't... right? Very obvious, <laughs> like black screens <laughs> to separate parts of the movie, like in the middle of like a very like you know intense part. But yeah, I was you know like giving yourself the nice commercial breaks is is a, whew, it's good. I like to pause them a lot, you know, like that that gives the natural feel of it. Like, you had to stop a lot, rewind a little bit. Of course. I had such an experience of, like, I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> you know, like, those kind of reactions. I think you have to yell. You have to, you have to exclaim them, you too. To. In, like, you in your to. house. Even if you're alone, you have to be like, what? And, like, you have to gasp a lot. <laughs> like, it, it, it leads to the feel of the film. <laughs> Before we dive in too far, because I'll okay. forget about this part, introduce yourself, Joe, too, in the classic high school slumber party model. Name? High school, graduating class, high school team name, or something like that. My name's Joe Tu. Graduated from the Pittsburgh Central Catholic. Roll Vikes. We were the Vikings. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, we have, uh, not that you're only on for these kind of films, but (laughs) I feel like this is a recurring series. I was talking to you off air, and pretty much you get to choose whatever movies you want in our Lifetime series. Yeah, thank you so much for that. It actually it made it a very difficult choice this time. I was trying to keep current, right? Like I would like to break you in slowly and then take you to the classics, but like <laughs> you know, keep some new ones, some that hip ones, relatively new. You know, keep that, and then we'll we'll work our way back into like 
you know, the top tier classic ones. Yeah, like Pregnancy Pact. We definitely need to do Pregnancy yeah, Pact. Yeah, Rachel was a big fan <laughs> of that one, for sure. <laughs> no, but uh, it's always like a gift, right? Like, I know nothing about these films, usually, <laughs> so it's just going to be a surprise. You, you give me a name. I mean, I can't say I know nothing about these films, because they, as we've discussed before, all have really obvious titles. So Yeah, Identity the title? Theft of a Cheerleader. <laughs> I, I was talking to Joey, the podfather himself, and I said that we were going to be doing, you know, this high school slumber party. And he's like, what movie are you doing? And I was like, identity theft of a cheerleader. And he's like, well, then I clearly don't need to watch this movie considering the entire title. Like the whole movie is written in five words, right? And that's the beauty of it, though. Like that's what the <laughs> art is here. I know, right? Now, had you ever seen this one before? Yes. So these ones came out last year at the end of summer, right? And they were part of... <laughs> The five, like the five week lifetime uh, like marathon that they were doing that was titled Cheer Rally Kill. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like the end of end of summer. It looks like it was like around September. Okay. And it was part of a five part movie <laughs> special that revolved around Cheer Rally and Kill. And it was like the secret lives of cheerleaders. There was identity theft of a cheerleader. There was The Wrong Cheerleader, which The Wrong series is great. Like, any title that's, like, The Wrong Mom, <laughs> The Wrong Brother, The Wrong Sister. Like, they have every single one of those. And oftentimes they'll play just, like, it'll be, like, The Wrong Day, right? And then, like, it'll be, like, The Wrong Mother, <laughs> The Wrong Grand. There's a Grandmother one. There's a Cheerleader. What? Yeah. There's, like, it's a a, it's not like a se- it's not a series, but it's always, like, somebody's pretending to be something that they're not, right? So there is, yeah, the wrong grandmother is a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then then there was the cheerleader escort, which was great. But Whoa. That, yeah, I know. That one took place in college. That was high on the list, but it's not a high school movie. It's based in college. And then there was undercover cheerleader. So that, that, was, the, that was the stream that they had going last September. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Honestly, watching this film, you know, I'm happy you said that because it kind of made me want to maybe do like a cheerleading month or a cheerleading set of weeks because there's a lot of great high school cheerleading films there are and And there's five (laughs) that came out in september on lifetime so (laughs) yeah it could could be an ongoing thing yeah all right so every week i read like back of dvd back of vhs is a lifetime film (laughs) so i kind of just have to read what they've provided for me yes and here goes okay during her senior year of high school vicky dropped out of school a decision that her mother made clear would land her a future of little to no success. True. Now 31 years old, Vicky is at rock bottom. Makes me depressed about my own age, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate and miserable, she decides to steal the identity of a high school cheerleader to redo her final year. Determined that this time it will be different and that she will finally make her mother proud, Vicky will do anything to be the number one girl in school, including backstabbing and silencing those who get in her way. Yes. Pretty run-of-the-mill there. So did you read it beforehand? Did you, like... No, 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 no. Okay, so you went in blind. I was do that after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I went in completely blind. I mean, minus the title telling you exactly what was going to happen. Again, not completely. (laughs) But uh, this is a movie that reoccurs for high school films. It's usually not this sinister. Yeah. um, the other day, I just covered one with John Cryer that was like an adult hiding out in high school. It was called Hiding Out. But there's also Never Been Kissed. Like, yes. But they're not like this, obviously. 
<laughs> Wait, the high um, schoolers aren't half 30-year-olds and like half 20-year-olds? Oh, we're going to definitely talk about that. Really quickly, every time... Well, we did a Hallmark movie yes. before as well, but kind of similar. But what defines a good Lifetime movie to you? We've talked about oh. this before. Like, What are the things that it needs? B-tier actors, for sure. At least B-tier <laughs> Possibly C and D tier actors. <laughs> it needs girl looking for love, whether or not she's murdering or not. She's still looking for love. Because right, like, because there's a version of this film that's a positive one, if that makes sense. Like, they could make this film where she's not like a killer and she's not evil. She just goes back to high school and falls in love. You know? Like, yes. <laughs> it would still be creepy, but like, it would be that. You need that. It, like the idea of like the phoenix, right? Like the shedding of like your old self forming a new self, whether Ooh, it be for good, good or bad. That's like a very recurring theme in Lifetime movies. Yeah, like it, whether you're like, you know, pretending to be a high school cheerleader or you're like, I just got through my divorce and I'm a strong independent woman now, you know, like something like that. <laughs> like either one, they like that. And this one, I'm glad that I introduced you to this. This one had the most classic Lifetime movie trope that you need. Do you know what it was? No, tell me. A solid bonk. Nobody. <laughs> no, like, people get shot and stabbed and stuff, but, like, a good head bonk with a skillet, that is, <laughs> that is so lifetime. That was one of the parts I rewound and played again. <laughs> <laughs> and and she, bonk, she does a double bonk to two of them. <laughs> like, a one bonk is good, but, like, when you get that second bonk, like, she bonked him, and then he had the, like, birds flying around his head for a while, and she kept yeah. talking until she smacked him in the face and got the good double bonk going. It's <laughs> incredible. Wow, I didn't know that was a lifetime thing. I'm, gl- I'm learning here. Yeah, b- bonking is bonking is a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to, you like, hitting someone on the head with something and concussing them and, and dragging bodies afterwards. Like, they love moving bodies after you bonk someone. <laughs> it's a very recurring thing. Like, everybody's just getting hit in the head and knocked out all the time in these movies. One of the key lifetime things as well, and I know we've talked about it, is how often they just repeat what the plot is. And that's, of course, (laughs) that's, of course, like, if you just catch it mid-film, right? You're flipping channels, you're like, oh, shit. There was one conversation I really wrote down (laughs) where, um, you know, the the two, I don't know anyone's fucking name. Okay, yeah. The the nice girl and the guy she dates are like... Oh, so so this is, this is, um, she is definitely a bootleg Julia Stiles, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Because you have oh, to you yeah. have to remember when you're watching these movies, you have to imagine who they were trying to cast or like who they were <laughs> thinking of this this role was and then they just find somebody that kind of looks like them and replace it with them. <laughs> you're absolutely right. She does have that look. Yeah, she's like the very Julia Stiles face going on. But they're just having this conversation where it's like literally saying the plot to that point like Whoa, wait a second. Are you my cheer buddy? I am. What do you think? I thought you might like some inspiration from some of your favorite athletes. This is so awesome. Thank you. No worries. Um, okay, so this is kind of weird, but the other night at Caitlin's party, I was looking for the bathroom, and I found this old photo of her and I guess her mom. They're standing at some restaurant that my parents used to go to. But the restaurant closed 10 years ago, Liam. So? 
Well, Caitlin definitely wasn't eight years old in the photo. So how old is she? I don't know. She looked maybe 15, older. It was hard to tell. That's crazy. That would make her, like, late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, and that's what has me really freaked out. So what? Caitlin's older than she says she is. Because that's messed up, right? Obviously. I don't know if she's lying. Hey. Hey. This is cute. Thanks. What? Ah, uh, nothing. But I gotta get home. See you guys later. What was that all about? Nothing. I think she's an adult. Yeah. So I saw a fake ID earlier. <laughs> it said this. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, it did? Like, you know, I saw this. It's like, yeah, we were all here 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but again, you have to remember that it's not. that's not its intention. Its intention is... You know, flipping channels, bring you back in. Yep. Yeah. That conversation, that was one that, because she, like, finishes that. This is off the top of my head, too. I don't even have notes on it. But she, she finishes that. She was just like, I don't want you to fall too hard too fast. And Rachel looked at me and goes, I've literally never said that to one of my friends before. <laughs> like, that was clearly written for television. That, like, this is not a conversation that anyone would have, right? Like, have you ever looked no, at a friend and no, been like, I no. hope you don't fall, fall too hard too fast? <laughs> like, after you admit that you think that their girlfriend is, like, lying about being 18? <laughs> like, we get that that part's wild, but, like, even the dialogue is like, what the fuck were oh, they man. writing? Yeah. And if this is anyone's first episode, of course, uh, Rachel is your wife. <laughs> Rachel, It's yes. a weird first episode, but theoretically. Yeah. You know, Rachel's your wife, and you guys are lifetime buddies. You know, we you've are, seen man. them all. If you had to put a number amount, how many have you guys seen? Oh, God. We were doing this yesterday. We, like, we were going through because she was – which one she, was she talking about? Like a different one? It has to be in the hundreds. Like it has to be about a hundred of these, I think. Because, like, you know, like I'll sit there. I'll watch – and, like like I said, like the wrong series, right? Like you can catch a day <laughs> and you can watch ten movies of the wrong person. And they're all the same thing, so they kind of blend but don't. <laughs> <It's there. laughs> and they like, and then there's like now there's like a whole patch of like Vivica A. Fox and a bunch of them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in like a whole like set of them. You know, we have Aunt Becky in a whole set of like. Well, no, she was in the Hallmark ones. I guess they don't cross lines too much. Who knows? No, I don't think <laughs> so. It's con contracts. Yeah, I would say about, like, over the course of my life, about a hundred of these. I think, like, from, you know, like, when I discovered them when I was a teenager, and I was like, these are just glorious. <laughs> it scratches a weird itch for me. And, like, once I found them, I was like, okay. And then, like, now with the Lifetime Movie Network that I have, it's, the possibilities are endless, right? Yeah, and uh, just so I saw this on Amazon. And on Amazon, you yeah. could buy the movie for $5 or just get the subscription to... I don't know, a bunch of Lifetime movies for three ninety nine a month. I was I was intrigued. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really nice because, like I said, and we've talking about it. You know, they're they're made that you you get brought back in, right? So they're great background movies to put on because, like, if you look down and you miss anything, it doesn't really matter. They cue up the music to like you know strongly suggest you should be watching now, and then they repeat what happened up until that point at least four times in the movie. I was thinking that it might be something I should try for like editing, because I'll usually edit to like stuff like wrestling, which is not dissimilar. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's theatrical, right? It's yeah. And it's just like junk food, you know? And it is. It's it's so calming. Like you know that there's gonna be an end to this. There's no cliffhangers, really. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna t- <laughs> wrap it up at the end, put a nice bow on it, and you're gonna get some kind of closure. And they're also like an hour and a half long. They're not like where we're pushing in Fast and the Furious films now, where they're like two and a half hours. So yeah, like. Wow. <laughs> You get like, you know, 85 minutes, you're in and out, it's quick, you're good. Now, this is one of my favorite parts when we do these like Lifetime-esque films, and yes. it's when I just name the random director, and her name is Christy Will Wolf. Okay. Christy Will, Will Wolf. All right. Yes. Is it two words or is it one? <laughs> it's two words. It's okay. two words. Christy Will Wolf. And I don't know. I just like going to their IMDb's and reading some of the films they've done. Oh yeah, please. She's of course like many many others <laughs> in this genre, like a very prolific director. <laughs> Minimum like three movies a year directed. Yes. Yep. Minimum. That yeah yeah. So of course she directed this. Also in 2019, she directed Over the Moon in Love. Oh, I didn't see that one. Called Love Unleashed as well. Love Unleashed sounds good. That was a pretty like slow year for her, believe it or not. It I know it's 2020, but she's already directed three films <laughs> in 2020. It's, it's Two April. haven't come out yet. A Valentine <laughs> It's April. <laughs> yes. A Valentine's Match, Her Coming, and When It Rains It Pours. Damn. 20, 2018, though, was a good year for her. Killer ending. Oh. Yes I do. Poinsettias on for Christmas. Poinsettias for Christmas, and, nice. Yeah. And Forever Christmas. 2017. I'm not going to go through everything, but these go are ahead. fun. Go ahead. She, she has a wide range, too. There's like a, there's some <laughs> yeah. deaths. Christmas and Killers? I Christmas love it. and Killers, yeah. Uh, 2017. A Dash of Love. Mm. Eat, Play, Love. Oh, so she had a food year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Harvest Love. There you Maybe go. Maybe that's a trilogy. I don't know. Yeah. A Christmas Solo. And A Christmas Trap. <laughs> A Christmas trap that could go. And it goes on in so many ways. A Christmas trap. (laughs) Oh my God! I wasn't even thinking that. So she's been active since like 2011, doing like a couple movies a year. Yeah. I have to say though, my favorite one, and I have no idea what it's about. My favorite title, at least, is Baby Boot Camp. Baby Boot Camp. (laughs) Interesting. Is there like small children in it? Uh, It's probably Uh, uh, this. This has to be like a daycare service movie. Let's see. Fitness instructor Julia is down on her luck, of course, trying to make her baby boot camp a thriving business. Oh wait, it's like exercising for babies. Oh God. They (laughs) can't meet. She becomes a part-time nanny for a single widow father, of course. Yep. Trouble is, she knows nothing about the care of a child. Oh, I see. Yes. I think they messed up here. I think she just has like a, what do they call it? Like a CrossFit yeah. thing. And then she ends up having to be a nanny because the business isn't going well. So it's babies and boot camp guy. as opposed yeah. to like a baby boot camp. Well, maybe eventually. Who knows? But yeah. That- I bet you she works <laughs> the child out and like gets rid of his like bad eating habits. And that's like a, like a critical part of the film. <laughs> Probably. Now, uh, so this cast... I'll be honest with you, like, I didn't really recognize anyone in this cast. Okay. Was there anyone you knew? So, uh, Rachel pointed out to me that the star of this film was a Disney Channel star. So, she had known her from that. Oh, really? Yes. Mariah Walsh is her name? Yes, yeah. So, she said, like, you know, this is, this is like, she's moving up in the world here, right? So, like, you know, go from Disney Channel to Lifetime, just stepping stones. I see it now. Yeah. She was in Corey in the House. 
Corey in the house. But like the other people, like I said, like I, I didn't recognize them. They re- they recycle a lot of these actors. So like, and they also pick people that kind of look vaguely familiar for some reason. Does everybody in these films look familiar to you? You're like, what do I like? Do I know this? Oh, actor? absolutely. I swore I knew the one who played Heather, like the blonde, nice oh, yeah. Julia Stiles girl. But maybe I just knew Julia Stiles. That's what that's I... what I'm saying. Like they they like specifically <laughs> pick them to look like other people. So like you'll be watching, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's the guy from the thing, and then you're like look it up, and you're like, it's absolutely not that guy. Like that's not what I was thinking at all. But oh, one of the greatest things though was when I was on the IMDb page. Like one of the only ratings of this film, and this really encapsulates everything that was about that like makes me love Lifetime movies. That somebody came to their IMDb page and they wrote, what's her name, Mariah Walsh, right? Yeah. Okay. Mayara Walsh. Rachel corrected me. Oh, Mayara whoops. Walsh. <laughs> Mayara Walsh. Apologies yeah. if you're listening out there. Yeah. So she, somebody said Mayara Walsh is so great in this film, she needs to start doing Marvel movies. <laughs> that, that's so specific. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was... It made me really happy. I was like, you are the target audience. Like, that was perfect. It was a great that's comment. You great. found the movie, you found the IMDb page, and you comment, she's such a good actress, she needs to start doing Marvel films. Like That's great. That, that, I love that, it. That's your idea of, like top tier like that's the pinnacle of where you can go as an actor is to like join the mcu <laughs> yeah but honestly really no one else i recognize too much so you know let's talk about the movie let's let's get into it, it probably <laughs> okay. won't take us too long but i'm sure it'll be a fun oh, ride getting s- there i have so many notes though there's such greatness <laughs> in this film sprinkled throughout did you like this movie um in, yes, in the context of what it was. Because, like I said, maybe I'm in the mindset right now. Okay. Like is maybe too strong of a word. Did I, <laughs> did I enjoy yes. myself while watching it? Yes. Okay. Did I think it was a good movie? No. No. It's definitely not, not a good movie. No. But did I have a good time? Absolutely. So that's that's the long answer to your question. Yeah, so, like, they're never good, but the enjoyment factor totally overshoots itself for, like, how bad that they are. <laughs> right like you're like if you were like this movie's not good or like i see a lot of good movies that aren't as enjoyable as a shitty lifetime film that i'm like this was a great film like i really enjoyed it uh, but like it's not as much fun right so good i'm glad yeah, like, you enjoyed I, it again i equate it to food sometimes you know i'll go to a really fancy restaurant and yeah i'll enjoy the food and i'll have a good time but sometimes you just order Chinese food at home, and it just hits the spot. Yeah, like really, like lots of MSG. Yeah, like you're not gonna feel exactly. good about it. But like, it no, hit there's the no spot. art to it. There's no like no. presentation on the plate or anything. It's no. in a carton, you know. Yeah, you're just like, you know what? That hit the spot tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, like that, crack open that... the duck sauce with your teeth type situation. <laughs> this is very much that. <laughs> exactly. The thing that struck me as interesting in this film is that the quote-unquote old person who's going back in high school is like my age. So it yes. made me feel really old. It, it does. I it's know, introspective, like... for sure. I definitely <laughs> had to take a deep look at myself, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Also, in real life, the actress, we had to look it up last night, in real life, the actress was 29, playing 33, playing 18. Hmm. That's interesting. And the, the kid that looked like the bootleg Screech, like the... <laughs> <laughs> this one the like the football star that she's making out with yeah he was tw- he turns 25 this year and this came out last yeah. year so he's probably like 23 or 24 so that was a weird thing about this right like they didn't look that different and i know this i've talked about it on my show before yeah 
We have we've talked about it. Like if you and I were to go to high school today, well, it's not open, but theoretically, if it was, we'd be like creeped out. I don't think any of us, yeah, would be like, oh, this girl's really hot. Like they no, look like they're kids. Children. You know, they're children. Yeah. It's so creepy. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this show on Lifetime Network that like we just got really into called Marrying Millions and like one of the girls on there is 21 and I was like she's a child like this is like a very small girl yeah if I went to high school I would just feel like icky right like and of course Vicky slash what's her name in this I forgot what she changes her name yes Vicky slash wait what's what's her name it's like the full name is like a very porn star name Caitlin Sparks is what yeah. her name is. <laughs> I was like, did you, like, where did you find this name? But it turns out that that's her friend's name because she stole her friend's ID. Well, yeah. not her friend, but her, friend. Her coworker, yeah. I suppose. Obviously, she's not someone who I would call quote unquote stable. So I, I, I get yes. that there are challenges there. But I wonder if it's the same the other way, right? Like, what? if you and I went to high school, I'm assuming people would in the school would be like, that guy looks more like a teacher rather than Oh yeah, dude. You and I even if it, okay, we we're both bearded, right? Like we're scruffy dudes. But even yeah. if we clean shaved and went to like a high school right now, they'd be like, Who's this old guy? And like why is he <laughs> like not that we're like that old, right? But at the same no, time, but... like it would be very apparent that we weren't eighteen year olds. Because I think too, like some of the teachers who I had were like much younger than I am now. I had like twenty six and twenty seven year old And teachers, they were adults. And... And they didn't feel like kids. No, they felt like like you knew that was a man in the front of the class. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like enough that you were like, yeah, he's a real. This is a real adult. Like this person is a firm adult. That's why I love the parts of this movie where they're like, you don't have curfew. <laughs> and she's like, nah, my mom's real cool. And you're like, no, you're just an adult. Like, so so you know, you bring up moms and stuff. Uh, like you know, this movie opens where Vicky doesn't make the cheerleading squad in her high school and yes. she goes home to her mom and her mom is like a totally shitty parent in terms of like <laughs> oh you didn't make the cheerleading team you, you didn't suck. try hard enough yeah yeah now your life is over <laughs> yes yeah that's how we start and again i'm not dissing people who work at big box places <laughs> big box warehouse literally, literally it? yeah. it's called big box warehouse <laughs> So when I say this, I don't mean that, but, like, her mom kind of ends up being right. Yes. Because she ends up dropping out of school, and, yes, she has this job, but she loses it quickly. Evidently, she hasn't had it for too long, because they say that she doesn't have tenure, and that's why she gets fired. So... Again, like, I don't want this to She be gets fired and kept, like, and they keep another younger <laughs> high school dropout over her. Like, that's how yeah. bad it is. Exactly, exactly. So it's, it's not, there's like, like, not like judging the job, but, like, saying that, like, she's so shitty that there's a girl that's dropping out of high school, and they're like, we'll keep that one because she's better than you are. And spoiler alert, the only reason they're going to hire her back later is because that girl is leaving. Cause she, yeah, exactly, because she goes back to school. So they're like, okay, we'll give you your job back now. <laughs> oh, man. it's uh, but, So, yeah, so she kind of realizes that her life is not in the best place that it should be. You know, we all maybe sometimes go through that here or there yeah. where we question our decisions. So I got that. Honestly... Joe, I found her at the beginning of this film to be kind of relatable. Like, she was sympathetic. Like, shitty mom, just maybe made some bad choices. Yeah. Like, bad luck. 
right? Yeah. She has a shitty relationship. Like, it's happened. You know, her boyfriend's not all it's cracked up to be. She's kind of taking care of him. Like, she's down on her luck, man. So, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And speaking of this boyfriend, oh, my God, what did you think of this guy? <laughs> I mean, he's, the, he's a great part of the Lifetime movie because, like, you always have a man in these films <laughs> that is either, like, prince, like a literal, sometimes a literal prince, that would, you know, sweep her off her feet or just, like, the shittiest boyfriend ever. <laughs> like, that's another, like, one of these recurring themes that you have to have. And he is he's probably the shittiest boyfriend in the world, right? Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know if it's on purpose, but he, again, I'm not trying to diss this actor, but he's almost, a, he has a very interesting look to him, like a kind of <laughs> creepy look. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Like, he doesn't have, like, the traditional lifetime heartthrob look. So you no, already know No, because ugly bat. people are bad in, in these films. That's <laughs> how you get and it. And probably in, like, at a party, you wouldn't notice him. You wouldn't be like, that's an ugly guy at this party. But in the lifetime world... Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Not that the <laughs> attractive people in lifetime movies are very attractive, but they're attractive enough that you know that, like, they're good people, right? Well, they have a certain, like, they have a certain attraction that, like, okay, this is my theory, and correct me if I'm wrong... I think, like, the hottest people in the world, they would hire them if they could, but they're probably doing something else, like, in movies, right? Yes. Or, like, modeling or something. Yeah. So the people they hire are, like, hot for who wants for, to like, do For, like, extras in a movie. For, in, <laughs> yeah, like, a real yeah. movie. Like, they, like, took all the extras. They were like, oh, this is a pretty attractive extra. Like, he <laughs> might get, like, noticed in a real film, like, as an extra. It'd be like Somebody would be like, hey, who's that guy in the background? It's like, okay, he's the lead in this film. Yeah, so, you know, obviously I watch a lot of high school films. It reminds me of someone who would be in the group of friends, but not the leader of the group of friends. Exactly. Like that's, what... <laughs> that's the whole cast of these movies. It's precisely right. Yeah, it's like the third one that has, like, a couple lines in the movie, and you're like, oh, yeah, that person was in this movie, too. <laughs> exactly. And this boyfriend, though, like... So he doesn't have a job. Nope. She asks him to look for a job. He's like, I'm okay. doing it. You know, like. No, she asks him to look for a job. And he says, okay, steals her money, <laughs> buys a MacBook from Amazon, and then just starts using it. For like shitty online poker. Like I'm not an online poker player, but that no, like poker thing looked like it was from like when poker was really popular. And this and movie came out last year. School. <laughs> this is a 2019 film. This came out in September. So, like, it's not that that old. You know you're probably in, like, a dead-end relationship with someone who, like, doesn't care enough. And side note, like, I could imagine that this guy, if he survived after this... No, he's dead. ...would be like, wow. No, I know, but I'm yeah. saying if he survived. Okay. Like, in this, if this was a real-life situation and he got dumped by her, I'm not, like, dismissing the fact that maybe he could, like, pick up the pieces and be like, wow, I was a shitty boyfriend. If I ever yeah. want to be in this kind of relationship again... Like, he, I... Not that I have friends like this, but I think I kind of do. Or, like, maybe I even have been in my younger 20s, like, this kind of guy, you know? Yeah. Where I just wasn't taking shit seriously. And you take, like, no cues from, like, the woman of, like, yes, what she exactly. needs and wants. Like, he seems, like, very just, like, aloof, right? Like, it, it doesn't seem malicious. He just seems, like, just, like, just unaware of what he's doing to her. And I 100% think that because... I don't think it was sinister him stealing money. I thought he just thought that was cool. Because even, like, the poker thing, he leaves the computer open, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to, like, scam some, like, your girlfriend or something, you're going to be as, like, 
on the down low about that as possible. You're not like going to be like waving out the laptop like, hey, oh, I got this with your mom's money. Like, yeah, know? yeah. He just like just doesn't understand that he's like doing <laughs> shitty things. That doesn't make him a good person. No. But but it's still like it's it's something I've, I've seen in real life. And if he was given a second chance, I, maybe he could have done better or maybe he just yeah, was like a very strong willed woman. I think that she could like whip him into shape pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's not a good match for him. Like he needs someone like that. Like, no, this is what you're doing. This is this is how we're your gonna shit. Roll. You're not playing poker. Get a fucking job. Like, you need to give me rent every month. This is the amount. Get yeah. a job and do it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and he would be like, okay. Like, he seems like he would be like, oh, yeah, fine. That works. Like, I know he's not a great guy, but he seems like he really likes her. It's not just like. He does. Yeah. <laughs> a ploy. No. So how, I don't know. I'm, it's slipping my mind. How does she devise this plan to go back to high school? I know she has dinner with her mom and her mom's like putting her down again or. How does that happen? So she just sees the idea on the ground, has horrible high school flashbacks. Yes, yes. And then just is like, you know what? I'll try again. Like second time's a charm. Where's Mike's? Where's I the love- Mikester? <laughs> <laughs> I love the um, reoccurring like let's make the camera do weird things to show that she's crazy in this film. <laughs> the camera, like the the jitters. Of yeah. It. Like, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, when she the, like the one where she bonks him, and she's like, "I'm Caitlyn now," and like that thing is just so incredible. It's just awesome cinematography. Oh my god, <sighs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> and also, this asshole he buys the computer and then brags to her that he bought this MacBook, which is like you know at least a grand, right? Like at least at yeah. least a grand. And I'm sure he, that like no way this guy got a refurbished one. No, like, even from Amazon, like, they were implying that he bought this new, and he goes, hey, I won $58 at poker last night. Like, this is this, like, huge come up that he had. And he's serious about it. Yeah. He's not, like... It's genuine. He's like, yeah, dude, I spent a grand, but, like, I won 58 bucks last night. It's like, cool. Like, so you're paying, like, you're playing poker with, like, the quarter tables or something? Like, how long were you playing? You don't have a job. It's like 20 hours. Like, he's making, like, $3 an hour at poker, essentially, right? Oh, my God. It's just... (laughs) I love it, though. I love it. Same. So she just, again, devises this plan to go back to high school. What's her she end just... goal, by the way? This is this is what I was trying to figure out. What is what is her end game to going back to high school? So I had a big question when it came to this because when we do these movies on this podcast, yeah, I always say the same thing. Who the hell would want to go back to high school? True. You know, we were talking a little bit on Twitter, and I know you're watching Twilight. Obviously, on this podcast, we have our Kate Hudson series yeah. on Twilight Forever. Yeah, and something her and I talk about a lot is like Edward is like hundreds of years old he could pretty much do anything he wants but he chooses to keep going to different high schools <laughs> and it's like why would you do that man like <laughs> well i think that like it's one of those things where i think that if i got four or five shots at high school it would be really easy to be like the coolest most popular kid there like yeah, even okay, as time changes then... and stuff like that like by like the fourth or fifth time you'd be like i can run this shit easily like i'm just gonna like milk it I'll have everybody doing whatever I want in this school. Like, I could set whatever fashion trends I want. Like, you know, you just, you can easily, like, you get into the mindset of, like, where the, like, the the gentle, fragile teenage psyche, like, you could really, like, break that if you were an adult that had, like, done this a couple times. Fair. All fair. And... But also, why the fuck do you want to go back to high school? 
But yeah, the one argument I've had is like, if you really want to do that, go back to college, you know? Yeah. First of all, it's legal. Second of all, the women or men, whatever you're into, are legal. Yeah. Third, you're without parental supervision. So a lot of the plot in this film wouldn't have happened in college if you're in like dorms and stuff. Like no no parents are going to be checking up on you. No. The only argument against that would be money. You know, obviously it costs more money to go to college and you could just show up to high school. But if you're going to do this amount of fraud, I'm sure you could fraud (laughs) your way into college as well. Or just not pay it. Just like get the loans and just like don't pay them. It's a good point too. Yeah. Just... Like, what? if you're already committing the fraud to, like, sneak into a high school, like, and you don't, and she doesn't have a job, she got fired, so it's like, okay, cool, so she just, like, just don't pay your loans oh for college. Oh my god, I love the throwaway line. It's something along the lines of, like, oh, I'll apply for unemployment, or, like, she decides to un- apply for unemployment. Yes. So like, oh, so that's put in there, so someone's like, wait, how is she affording all this? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. I'm like, how can you just afford to, like, spend eight hours a day in high school? Like, do you not have rent? And he doesn't have a job. $58 at poker. I have to assume the mom is, like, covering a lot of things, I think so, too. Her mom is, like, super rich. (laughs) Even though she doesn't like asking her for money, she says it. But I think she's covering a lot. So once she gets to high school, we have a lot of fun yeah like it's so lifetime again from what i gather so far yeah like her answers the teacher's questions like, <laughs> isn't poetry interpretive oh my god you're so smart what, <laughs> where did you get that from yeah exactly <laughs> but we do get some good shots like this was good for high school summer party in the sense that we do get shots inside the school we get school activities other high schoolers oh, yeah. like this is a firmly high school movie mm-hmm this isn't like a high school movie on the peripheral. No, it's this definitely like... not. It's in it. It's in the shit, for sure. So what were some of your favorite moments once she's <gasps> like assumed this identity and she's back in school and she has this whole plan yeah, so... to just be popular and redo her life according to what her mom said in a couple throwaway lines? Oh, the, the cheerleader story is the best part. Like she tries to join out for the cheer team. And as Rachel mentioned, if you're the captain last year, of the cheer team as a junior, why are you also trying out for the cheer team? <laughs> like, are really you not just, point. like, assumed to be, like, the captain this year? Like, that's kind of how this works, right? Like, I get that you have to, like, try out. Like, they're really excited to make the team as if they weren't going to make the team. And if, if you look at it, too, like, the amount of people they show trying out and the amount of people who are actually on the team... Same number. Maybe one or two people didn't make it. Yeah. You know, maybe. And you would know right. that it would be like, number. it would be like, and like the new girl is not going to be co-captain. As pissed as she is that she's co-captain. No matter what. No, no matter, matter what, what. You're a transfer student. Like these kids are seniors now. You know, like I get that you're a senior too, but like you weren't on the cheer team at the other school because we would have known like easily. And like, yeah. So I like that. And I do like that the only logical way now for her to become captain when she doesn't get captain is to just (laughs) oil the steps of the cheer bench and just convince this girl to dance on it like that's the easiest way to get through this when you say oil it's like cooking oil that she she takes a gallon of cooking oil she spills it and her like in her house or her apartment and her boyfriend slips on his yeah (laughs) and she's like ding like light bulb you see it go off and she takes a full gallon of cooking oil <laughs> to drip three drops on the bench, like in the middle of the night. 
<laughs> to plan it so she gets there and falls. She should have just like accidentally tripped her or made it look like an accident or something, you know? Like it yeah. would have been easier. This is so like non precise. And you're so right about the captain thing. I know you're a big hockey fan. Yeah. And that's a sport like where captains like matter the most. Yeah. You have to be like Mark Messier to get traded to another team and still be captain. Yeah. You know, like when you're new on a team, they and this is like hockey. This is like NHL. They never make you captain. They would never do that in high school when they don't no. even know you. You know? Yeah, you're just some random transfer student. This would never ever happen. Like even co-captain, you'd be like, okay, like you're like fourth tier captain. Like if the other three die somehow, like maybe you get a shot. But like we're not even close to that. If she had come in as a junior, had a year there, yes. like showed real leadership potential, exactly, and then as a senior made captain. Sure. And then, I, oh, God, I love how the real reason that she gets made co-captain, yeah. which is not good enough for her, by the way, no. is the fact that she just asked about it to the <laughs> fucking coach. Yeah. Like, oh, that showed initiative. Let's let's make her co-captain. Like, Yeah. I don't know, man. This would have played a lot better if she would have gone up to her and said, like, look, like I was the captain of my old high school team. I would really like to be captain here. And she'd be like, okay, you can be co-captain. Like, I get that you had some kind of rank in a different place and, you know, you're new and like, that's the only way, but no, you're right. She just is like, Hey, can I be co-captain? She's like, maybe. And she's <laughs> oh, like, she says my mom was. Yeah. My mom was captain. Yeah. She used legacy to be captain of the, <laughs> the cheerleading squad. It's crazy. Exactly. Like if, she came up with a plan there, and I know they don't have time for it in a Lifetime movie. Like, oh, at my old school, we came up with all these things. And I know she has, like, cheers here and there, but it's nothing, like, really elaborate. And No. It's B, e t- B is for the better, and E is for energy. <laughs> Which Rachel loved because it had way too many syllables. She's like, this is not a fucking cheer. Like, this makes no s- Like, why did they, c- like, add all these extra words to this cheer? Huh. <sighs> I don't mean to say this in a condescending way because okay. you Lifetime writers, I envy you. But, like, I would love to just get a job writing Lifetime movies. I know, right? What, what a great job. You just crank these out. There's a formula. But, like, you know, let's up the ante a little bit. Like, in, oh. You need a good montage. <laughs> How incredible of this film was the montage where she's practicing saying new hip words? <laughs> how she was like lit yolo like in the mirror it was so good that was such a like oh man that really i was like this is perfect you know and she ends up she ends up missing one because she says mimi or... she says mimi's she does that's how she gets busted. <laughs> instead of meme oh Shaq, he's so awesome i found the funniest mimi of him the other day you say it like my parents what Mimi? It's meme. <laughs> yeah, she gets busted saying Mimi's. He's like, you sound like my dad. And she's like, oh, fuck. Also, like, how are you 30 and don't know what a meme is? <laughs> That's the thing, too. A lot of this film, I felt like it was written for someone who is, and again, it wouldn't work like looks-wise, but someone who is 50. You know? Yes. Yeah. I didn't catch this to the end when they made a big point of it, but the team is called the Cougars. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little on the nose there, right? I didn't see her as a cougar, though, because she doesn't look like she's... Also, there's no world where a woman with the life experiences of, a th- of 30 years who was living with her boyfriend couldn't just rock this high schooler's world, right? 
she doesn't even need to try to like seduce this kid. Like you would oh, just the, smell the it. Yeah. If you're 18 and like a 30 year old woman was like, "We're gonna do this," you'd be like, "Yep, we are. How are we gonna do it?" You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> you could just like you're just so impressionable and young that you would just be like, "Yep, I'm down." Like, there's no questioning this. And there is a sex scene, and I love before it they make it really clear that he's 18 too. Just so like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're creeped it's not up and creepy. not that creeped out. Yeah. Like, they're like, something along the lines like, we're both 18, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And again, not to get too graphic, but just picture your like 18 year old self. Oh, and, yeah. Like, what, you know? <laughs> and maybe you don't, I, I don't know. I'm, we're not going to get personal, but like, maybe you might not put the effort in today. Who knows? But you certainly would know what to do if you had to in that situation. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're this girl, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It would be. It would just. It's so easy, especially like like an older woman to like a young boy who th- who who like thinks she's 18. But like, if you had like the wisdom of a 30 year old woman, you'd be like, I'm just gonna do whatever I want to this kid. Like he just he's just he's like a puppy, right? Like he's just gonna do whatever she tells him. But that doesn't really come across because, as you said, in real life, what they're three years apart in age, two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're two years apart in age, and they're both adults, so it doesn't really make that much of a difference. No, but we alluded to it. Like, this is where the movie. I was like, why is she doing this? Why is she, she doing makes what? A lot of things, but she makes the cheer team, right? Yes. But she needs to be captain, yes. so she does she... the whole Crisco move or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's not enough for her. No. She needs to have a boyfriend, and it needs to be this guy. It needs to be the quarterback of the football team. That's what she wants. She's <laughs> fulfilling the whole dream, the whole high school dream. So, yeah, so it needs to be this guy. The thing that I didn't like about this is she's, like, the only reason why she's, like, on the team – and like even gaining some popularity is because fake Julia Stiles is taking care of her, right? She knows that this is her ex-boyfriend, and then she's like flagrant in front of her with this dude. Like, you know, you you just like want to make out in front of her like all the time and like talk about how awesome he is and like you hanging out all the time with him. Like, how much of a bitch do you have to be? That, like, you could even like play this kind of cool. Like, she was like okay with it too, right? So, so it's like. As long as you're not, like, in her face, like, making out with them. She seemed like she was like, oh, yeah, he's just a friend. Like, we're not dating. Like, it's cool. Like, I don't care what he does. But then she's like, oh, God, like, look at him. Like, here we are making out again. And you're like, dude, just chill. I didn't understand that part because the fake Julia Stiles girl, all she wanted to do was help her throughout the film. Like, she was a really nice person to her. Yeah. She's, like, the new girl. And she, like, lets her be on the cheer team. She's helping her out. You would think that she would just, like you said, I don't want to say lay low, but... She had a good explanation, right? Oh, you said he didn't have a girlfriend, and you, you know, kind of implied you weren't interested. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, and just keep it at that, and just be friendly. But she goes out of her way. Uh, so weird side plot here, right? Like the fake Julie Styles girl's yes. older sister is an alcoholic. She lost her way at college. Yes, and it's a very, it's a very crucial part of the film. <laughs> In the sense that it gets her in trouble all the time for shit that she's not doing. But Vicky uses this to just, like, fuck her over so badly. Yeah. Just, she knows what she's doing, you know, takes a swig of the vodka. Leaves the cabinet unlocked. She knows that her parents are a little tense about booze right now. And she's just, like, using this to her advantage to just ruin this poor girl. Again, why go against her? You're absolutely right. A 30-year-old would totally have... 
again, I'm not advocating you listeners out there to do this, but a 30-year-old would totally have the, at the very least, experience to know how to manipulate this girl who's been nothing but nice to you to, into, like, not caring. She would just be like, well, I missed my chance with this guy. I totally get it. He's with my friend who yeah, she seems pretty nice. Maybe I'll move on. Like, the Julia Stiles, girl, yeah. had no bad bone in her body. No, she's just a sweetheart the entire film. Just genuine, good girl. She's, like, looking out for him. She was taking care of the cheerleader. Like, she seems friendly with the other people. Like, she's, like, wholesome. The only thing that <laughs> happened that was bad to her was, like, her sister, you know, went to rehab for drinking. That was the only thing that happened that was bad. <laughs> and even that is, like, okay, this girl was, like, she went off to college. She had, like, a little bit of a bender freshman year. Like, okay, like, who didn't, right? That's not, like, a big deal. <laughs> Like, it seemed like her parents were, like, a little bit too conservative and sent her to rehab, even though she was just, like, probably partying a little bit too much, like, her freshman year, because they were so conservative and, like, locked her down forever. So it's like, yeah, man, I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, that was the most confusing part, and I think the only justification they have is, let's shake the camera and say she's crazy. (laughs) Oh, she doesn't have any rationale. She's crazy. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lifetime is not the mental health awareness channel. We'll put it that way. I mean, it is if the if the focus of the film is that, but those ones aren't as much fun. Okay, fair. I've never seen one like that. They do <laughs> have they have ones that are like directed towards like different mental health issues and like a character working through those. And if oh, the focus okay. is that, good. yeah, but you know, like the whole gambit, they have like everything you can imagine, like, you know, just people dealing with their issues. And like in those ones, they're like, you know, they're, they're being more advocates. This one is just like, she's crazy. And we're going to shake the camera at her. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of this movie that I don't know if you caught, but it was something that I had to like catch, rewind. And then we had to put subtitles on to clarify this. Okay. Did you hear the school that the boyfriend, the jock, is trying to get a basketball scholarship to. Atlanta State, right? Atlanta State, yes. <laughs> She's trying to get a scholarship to Atlanta State University. Oh, what I love is that you can technically name any state school because it's just it's the government, right? Like yeah. You can say he, you could say I'm getting a scholarship to Georgia or. Florida State, you know, or something like that. But no, Atlanta State. Okay. Atlanta State, yeah. I was like, wow, that's really, really weird. (laughs) The state of Atlanta. It's it's the same thing as the big box store. Big box warehouse. Yeah. Big box warehouse, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was like also a Goodwill, but kind of a Walmart. It definitely was a Goodwill on the inside, right? The funny thing, yeah, exactly. They wrote it to be like Costco. But yeah, they filmed in a Goodwill. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Like, like we were thinking they probably meant it to be like Walmart, but it's definitely in a good Goodwill for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I, again, I don't want to diss this person, but her boss there, the lines she was given were so. <laughs> okay, I felt like she was reading from the script of like what you say when you have to fire someone, <laughs> what you say when you have to like, like hire HR someone gave back. her this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but like the music and what's going on makes it seem like she cares about her. A little but bit, the words right? Out of her mouth. Yeah. But the words out of her mouth are just like script like I know it's a script, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. HR script. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm sorry, but you have to be terminated. Please remove your badge and leave it on the counter as you leave. Like all this like it's like very bland. 
This is due to seniority. Exactly. It probably wasn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, she's older and more expensive. There's no way that that girl has more seniority than her there. <laughs> like, how is it due to seniority? It makes no sense. <laughs> oh, man. Anything else in high school that you enjoyed before we get to, like, our... Yes. Before we get to our death scenes, anything else? In the high school. Um... No, like the teachers not knowing anything that makes you the cool one. I like when she like <laughs> when when he has a friend over and she like walks back in and she's like, that's lit or something like that, like practicing <laughs> her words. And he's like, you sound like you're on MTV. She's like, MTV's not even like really a thing anymore. And like, st- <laughs> like that's her like diss to be like, I'm a real child now. <laughs> and it's like, OK, that was it just interesting. What was the thing on? Uh, that you posted on, or Rachel posted on Twitter, I guess, or either you or Rachel, I can't remember. This was the part that I sent you a video last night of Rachel watching this this one piece over and over and over again because she couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> and it's when, it's when the cheerleader realizes that the other girl's coming back to school, right? Because that's, like, the climax. Like, the other girl's going to go back to school, so she can't steal her identity anymore because she's coming back to school and she's going to the same school. So, like, she has to, like, stop her from applying to school that is the school that she's in. And um, she meets her outside in the cheerleader outfit. Why? I don't know. But, like, not even tucked. It's like she has, like, a jacket on over it, but she's wearing, like, clearly a cougar's cheerleader uniform. <laughs> like, when she meets this girl who doesn't question it, she just, like, she's so nuts to the other girl that she's, like, she showed up in a cheerleader's uniform, like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but, but she's, like, talking about it, and she's, like, hey, like, like oh, I heard you're going back to school. And she's, like, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, my boyfriend, like, he lost his job and he's been drinking a lot. And the other girl's like, that sucks. And she's like, large. And that's just the the response (laughs) she uses to that sucks. And, like, just, like, the delivery and everything of it, we're like, what the fuck did she just say? And, like, we just, like, rewind it and we were just dying over and over. Like, that sucks. Large. She's a child, so she has to use, like, the, you know, the colloquialisms. So I guess that If that is actually one. I guess. I don't know. I feel like whoever wrote the script, obviously they crank out a bunch. Because if Lifetime's anything like true screenwriting, you know, some people write 20 scripts to get one maybe looked at, right? This is the other way around. This is, like, the Netflix, like, fast pass, stamp everything. That's like, if you put a script on their desk, they're like, it just goes straight to a production team. (laughs) No, and I think you're right. I feel like if they trust a screenwriter, it's just like, okay, oh, cool. I see the premise. Let's do this, right? Yeah. But I'm going to give the screenwriter a little credit here. I think that they wrote the language in this film, not for what kids are really saying, but for what someone who was watching a Lifetime movie would think the way that a, 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 you know, a Gen Z or whatever is talking in high school. Because who knows what the fuck the lingo really is, right? I'm pretty sure it's not that, though, you know? like Yeah, no, I, I feel like you, for sure. Like, it, it actually takes, like, another level of thought to be this good of a writer, right? Because, like, they have to deliver it, so if you're a boomer, when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's something weird that kids are probably saying. Whether or not that's true, it just has to deliver like that. Because you're right, if they were, like, talking in whatever, like, the new leet speak is on TikTok or whatever, (laughs) then I would, like, you know, you'd just be like, I don't understand any of this. Like, it's just gibberish to me. It's too much distraction for a movie like this. Yeah. For sure. We need to stay on point here. We need to get to the end of this, you know, like... Let's let's walk our way through this plot. 
Probably won't take too long. So we get before, right before the murders. You know, we had a party at his house that she kind of fucked up, and then she hooks up with him. But we get to the part where they have a party at her mom's house, right? Because in the the most high schooly fashion ever, her mom goes out of town for the weekend, and she throws a party at her mom's house. Oh, so high school movie, so high school movie. Yeah, but. Little do we know that she's 30, so she throws a fucking rager for these kids, which is incredible, by the way. <laughs> that she just has, like, all this booze, kegs, everything, no questions asked, because she's, like, a 30-year-old woman, so she can buy whatever she wants and just have them all show up to her mom's house. It's great, because I love a good house party scene. Yeah. Does her mom come back early? Is that the issue? Like, her mom comes back early just, the she... next day. It's in the morning. She just, like, she, like, she didn't clean up the party at night. Oh my god. My mom's home. You have to go. What in God's name? Just just go. Go. What the hell is all of this? I uh I just had a couple of friends over and I was gonna clean up, but you got home early. Unbelievable, Vicky. This is how you plan to make me proud of you? By using my home to host your loser friends from that outlet store or whatever my friends aren't losers i'm not a loser really then what are you vicky because it seems to me i can't even trust you to look after my house i mean you tell me you're gonna make me proud and this is how you do it you haven't changed you will never change you clean up this mess I have changed, Mom. You want me to be ambitious? You want me to be number one? I am now. I'm not the disappointment you always thought I was. You understand? You bitch! Do you understand? I do. Good. Because I'm your daughter. Now that associate of yours me and i always will be it's like the morning Uh, when she comes in if you have any question about it you gotta clean up that party and again just go back to your point she can pretty much manipulate these kids if she wants to right i'd be like hey no one's leaving unless you clean up and they probably would have done it yeah like you're like a 30 year old woman and also like if you're like that now the co-captain captain of the cheerleading squad like why didn't she just like flirt with five other dudes to get them to do it like every other person would have right <laughs> no you're so right i don't know did you cover i guess it's it's either tw- yeah it must be 21 jump street right yeah on magic mics <sighs> um one of my favorite parts of that film yeah is like how they think that high school is going to go and it's totally changed like people are more like woke yes, today yes. and that film was like from a while ago right as we're talking about this i'm realizing that like this is a depiction of high school of what we like even Existed. being 30 and above think high school looks like today but it actually might not be like that oh, at all absolutely like, not <laughs> Like, you saw movies like Book Smart and stuff like that, right? Like, oh, good point. Yeah, good point. Like, th- I think that's probably a realistic depiction of, like, what high school is like today. Like, this is, like, a very archaic version of high school. I think they kind of make a joke about it, too, because there's one time uh, one of the girls – oh, it's Vicky who's questioning, like, should we really get paired up with, like, guys and support them like that? And then she says a line that's so, like, Trumpian, if you will, <laughs> or so, like – 
I don't want to say that, but like at least very like conservative, where it's like sometimes tradition is better than being PC. Or yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> they always gotta throw a couple of those in a Lifetime movie too, to, to, to just remind you that the audience is like <laughs> is is not really concerned with PCness, right? <laughs> we actually had a very good conversation about like this whole thing. Joey and I have like a film club, right? And one of the films that I picked was uh, Acrimony by Tyler Perry. And I oh, s- you recommended this on our live episode. Yes, and it's very good. So I picked it, and I was like, oh, I love this movie because it's like a Tyler Perry movie that's a Lifetime movie, right? It's not, but it has a lot of the same <laughs> things. And it, it became a giant conversation of, like, why these Hallmark and Lifetime movies are so white all the time, right? Like, how are they just, like, so white-bred Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's just a very interesting thing to think about. Like this one, at least you know there's like some like two people of color, right, in the film. Yeah, there's like an Asian background actor too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, but did you say Vivica A. Fox is like getting in on the game these days? She's in a lot of them, yeah, in a lot of the Lifetime movies. Like especially, the I feel like they're try- maybe trying harder these days. No, I think that it's like a good place to like go hide in your movie career, right? <laughs> like nobody's gonna judge you if like you do like twenty shitty Lifetime movies. Like Vivica Fox is like she's an actress, and like we like respect her as an actress. And if she wants to do twenty Lifetime movies, that they're gonna pay her to do because like she's like the only actress that they'll like pay a little bit more than their regular actors, but it's not like really that much work, right? Like, yeah, fucking do it. Get paid. Cash your check. Oh, yeah. I don't, to be clear, I don't fault anyone for doing any of these things. I would love to be in one. That's, like, one of my dreams. This would be great. <laughs> I would think that I could play a great high schooler in one of these. <laughs> You'd look the part, according to the yeah. they cast. <laughs> I would do, like, the full Steve Buscemi, like, hello, fellow other ch- children and stuff like this, right? It would be perfect. What about a teacher? What about like a wacky science teacher? I think you could pull that off. Like just the goofy science. You need to be old to be the science teacher in a high school. Oh, true. So. You're right. There's no like young science teacher. That's no. a really good point. Yeah, you have to be like a 60 <laughs> year old man. So I'm like I'm away away from that. So I think that you could fit in then as like the civics teacher or something where it's like about current events because you're like you're young enough to be cool. Yeah. You're like you like know, the you... politi- like government. Yeah. Like, I would be, like, a guy like that. But it couldn't be science. Definitely not math, either. That guy has to be old. <laughs> so let's bring this home. Let's get to okay. the killings Sorry. here. No, please, I could talk about this movie. The funny thing about these movies, and I was thinking about this while watching, the conversation could last two or three times as long as the film. Yeah. Like, the film runtime. <laughs> That's what this was so much fun about them. Yeah, I agree. Especially if like, you're like, talking about it in the context of like high school. Like, There's just so many wacky choices here. <laughs> so we have um, – what is the first murder her boyfriend? With the yes, the bomb. Frying the pan? double bomb, yeah. Okay, okay, yes. So his big thing <laughs> is, right, like he finds out that she's – In high school. Doing this. Yeah. Yes. She's, that she's doing the identity theft, if you will. Um, of a That she's in high school. Yes, of a cheerleader. <laughs> he shows up one day to cheerleading practice and starts walking towards her. Which is weird. Her. <laughs> did you I, put together that like this is like a 30-year-old man that just went to high school cheerleading practice and then like finds her there? And, and I don't know if you remember like what he's dressed in. Like He looks yes! like a fucking stalker. Yeah, he looks like he's like masturbating behind the fence over there, right? <laughs> like he's like most likely to be a flasher, like is what he's dressed as. If that as. were me, honestly, I'm just like – 
parked in my car. I see that it's there. Baseball cap, nondescript jacket, and like sneak up on the high school cheerleading squad. Not like walk like, hey, what the hell's going on? Yeah. yeah. Like, they would have called the cops immediately. Uh, If I were her, I would have been like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, like, he's fucking creepy. Get out of here. Look at this creepy guy. Like, just run. (laughs) But she... I don't want to root for her, but wisely is like, oh, we'll talk, you know, we'll talk later. Yeah, that was my brother. She uses her sexual wares to, like, convince him to be like, oh, you know, let's do, but it's not enough. So, like you said, (laughs) she bangs him on the head. Bonks. 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 Sorry. Bonks him on the head with a frying pan. A very heavy cast iron pan, it looked like, too. Yeah, it's like a skillet. Like, it's, like, legit. Yeah. I finally got a second chance. At what? At making it. This is where it all starts. Or, you know, where it ended for me. But now I'm captain of the cheerleading team. And then one day I'll be president of my sorority and it's just gonna get better and better from there. Jesus, Vicky. That's just your mom's crap messing with your head. (laughs) We were good, babe. I mean, we, we are good. Now you need to forget all this high school crap or I'm going to go down there and tell them they let a 30-year-old back in the high school. You're right. I'm stupid. I mean, who am I kidding? It's not like it's going to change anything. I'm so sorry. Did you wear? Of course. (laughs) Sit down. Okay. Well, you know, after um, after dinner, maybe you could put on that cheerleading outfit, and we could play high school. Wow, really brought out the fancy. My mother always said I lacked ambition. That was the old Vicky. I'm Caitlin now. And Caitlin makes mommy proud. (laughs) Once in the back of the head to just daze him a little bit. Then she's like, I am Caitlyn now. And then right in the front of the face. And she bludgeons him to death, as they say in like a later news report. Yes. Just side note, I love when that like detective comes. This is, I was gonna, I'm so glad you brought this up. That's what I was just about to stop and bring it to. Go ahead. No, he just shows up and she hasn't, what's, the, what's her explanation? I forgot. He's, he's uh, like, he's like, hey. Oh, he's gambles right away. Yeah. She's like, he gambles. He, he owed somebody some money. I haven't seen him in a week. And the detective's like, check. Like, writes it down and just walks out. Like, you're good. <laughs> like, no questions asked. Like, that was the end of it. I figured, like, you know, it's the end of his shift. He probably doesn't <laughs> think it's going to lead to anything. He's like, oh, if I bring that home tomorrow to my, you know, supervisor, they'd be like, oh, wow, a gambling thing. Good lead. You know, they'll yeah. never know that I didn't, like, check the place. But in mo- movie-wise, like, no movie detective has ever done that. The next line is always... Oh, do you mind if we look around? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, real cops would have been like, 
are you sure you haven't, like, he didn't even call you or anything? Like, you, you didn't put in a report saying he's missing if your boyfriend just doesn't come home for two days? Like, he lived here. <sighs> like, she wasn't even like, he has a gambling addiction. I'm really worried. Let yeah. me know if you hear about him. She was just like, oh, I'm not sure. But, you know, someone's probably killed him, but let me know. Yeah, that's what she says to the detective. Like, she's like, yeah, I was thinking he probably got murdered. You know, like, that's essentially what she's saying, right? And he's like, okay, cool. Like, you what? Weird. It's like, check. Yeah. Done for the day. <laughs> Got it. Gambling murder. Case closed. We don't mess with the mafia in this jurisdiction. We're good, you know? Yeah. I mean, so that's how he goes. What are they gearing up for? Like, they call it a pep rally, but it's also a basketball game, right? Yes, this like- is some qualms that Rachel had with this with this writing. <laughs> that you don't have the pep rally at the beginning of the basketball game, right? The pep rally implies, as we know, that it's in school, like the like before the game, but during school time. Have you ever been to a pep rally that wasn't during school time? No. No, of course not. Because that's not how this works. So, like, why would you <laughs> why would you put the pep rally as, like, the beginning of the cheer for the game? Pep rally is supposed to encourage people to go out to the games. If they're already at the game, then why the fuck are you having a pep rally? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, like, if this is a homecoming game, I think they kept saying that he played football, and then, like, all of a sudden he's playing basketball. <laughs> like, why do they not have them play football? Totally because of, like, when they could get locations at what times. Lighting, you know, oh, we have money for an indoor shoot. Now you need extras. Shoot. You just need more extras because you can put on, like, a basketball game with, like, ten people. Like, for a football game, you need, like, <laughs> True, yeah. But, like, they're practicing they get... on the field where they play football, right? Like, all the cheerleaders are constantly outside on the field. Yeah, so, like, what do you think? Again, we don't know where this high school is, but what do you think they'd be practicing inside somewhere like, in the on the basketball court maybe like they they're definitely inside on the basketball court at one point but for most of it they're like practicing outside on the field like when she oils her it's outside maybe people who are listening from you know we have listeners from around the world as you do on too fast to forever i like to mention that in at least the united states football comes first yes then then basketball then like spring sports baseball track or whatever yeah so if you're choosing a team for cheerleading, you're choosing your football cheerleaders. You're not choosing your basketball cheerleaders. Yes, exactly. When you pick a high school team, yeah. You and I are like, what the fuck? But just for context of you guys out there listening who like have no context of like, well, why do they care about this? Like in American high school sports, this is a really big deal, right? Like, yeah. They also, they I don't think they try out cheerleaders every season. I think like once you're in, you're in. Like even for the year, you know. Like, yeah. Why would they be like, oh, you're you're the basketball cheerleaders. You got more like basketball. T- like no, no, no. Talent. It's <laughs> one cheer squad that's usually for football that will also do basketball games and like random some other things too. But it's like mostly for football. And quickly too, like cheerleading is so uniquely American. No other co- maybe Canada, I don't know, but like no other country really has cheerleading. So. It's just like a really fun bit of America. <laughs> this is what makes this movie so fun. I don't know. I'm like, are Lifetime movies popular in other countries? Probably not. I don't know. I wonder if you have an answer to that and you're an international fan of High School Summer Party, write to Brian and let him know. Yeah, I don't yes, know. Yes, please. Well, yeah, because you've had to describe <laughs> it before, I think. So, hmm, I'm curious. <laughs> so. Along the way somewhere, we don't have to get into it, but, like, Julia Stiles' girl and her boyfriend figure figure out that she is an adult. An adult woman, yes. Yeah. Oh, Julia Stiles' girl? 
Yeah. So cavalier of her. She shows up at the mom's house. Oh, I know. And she rats her out to the mom. I'd be scared, but apparently she's not. No, she's she's just very courageous and, and strong. <laughs> I really like her character. One of the most intense scenes, though, is that scene with the... Uh, She's threatening the mom and the bottle. I actually liked that scene because I felt like the mom in that moment was like, wow, I've been a shitty mother. I kind of created this monster here. Yeah. Now I need to destroy it. Yeah. And I really was hoping for a second bonk with the bottle, too. Like, I was <laughs> I was hoping that we were going to get one there. But we get redeemed later, so. We do with a uh, with, uh, big box girl. Yes. She, she definitely kills off big box girl. But then we also get redeemed later again. Oh, you mean you mean bonk wise? Yeah, Sorry, bonk I think wise. kill wise. No. Okay, <laughs> kill count. Kill wise. Yeah. As you've said, she finds out that the, her coworker is going to go back to school. She's using her name, and but whatever odds in this fucking universe, she decides that she's not going to go back to her original high school. Yes, she's going to go to the same high school that Vicky happens to be going to, using her name. Yeah. <laughs> yes, using her name. So once that happens, you know she's gonna die. Like she's already killed at this point. So you know <laughs> she has bloodlust. She just has already <laughs> tasted. She knows what she knows how it feels. So this girl goes, like in the scene you mentioned, she's like, Oh hey, do you wanna uh you know, uh talk about all the things that are going on with your life? And the girl's like, Sure. You know? <laughs> we don't see that kill though, we just no. see her in the trunk. That's that sucks large. And then <laughs> large <laughs> and then she's in the trunk. Yes. Yeah. But what you were referring to, of course, is Julia Stiles' girl getting Yeah, because she confronts her at the pre-pep rally. The, the scene where he walks up to her right before the pep rally. Oh, my God. And he's oh like, hey, uh, we need to talk, but, like, not now. And she's like, are you going to dump me? And he's like, we'll talk about it later. And he's like, yeah, that's clearly what's about to happen. Like, that's... <laughs> That was the real, the most realistic depiction of her being an adult in this film, was like her having the self awareness to be like, yeah, yes. he, you're about to dump me, like just fucking do it. And him being like, eh, I don't know about that. Because we've all learned, guys, girls, everyone, right? Like if someone texts you, hey, we need to talk, it's never good, right? Like yeah, if someone it's talks bad. to you and say, hey, we need to chat, but let's chat later. Like an adult person doesn't even do that no. because. Like, if you had to say something bad to me, right? Yeah. And we, you know, got on this podcast, and at the beginning, you're like, hey, Brian, I need to talk to you about something, but we'll do it after the podcast. Let's just have this episode. That's all I'm going to think about the entire time. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck? What what does he want to say? Yeah, just get it out. Like, just say it now, and, like, let's talk about it. And the funny thing is, he didn't even need to do that, because, like, she didn't confront him, you know? Like, she kind of did, but he could have been like, oh, I just got a game. See ya. Yeah. Like well, you know, let, let's uh, let's hang out after, and then you say it. Oh God! Like but see you're you after so the right. game. Like I, I like oh sorry, I got a lot on my mind right now. You could have done anything besides like you are into the fact that you're about to dump her later. <laughs> but yeah, Julia Styles' friend, whatever, yes. confronts her in the she locker gets room bonked. because well yes. because she's she got thrown out of school because she had placed the booze in her locker. Yes. Which is like the most le- the least interesting plot point, but I even forgot about it. Yeah, but when she, when she gets hit in the you know it's funny because like if I'm this girl and I've already killed two people, I'm making sure I kill this one too. Yeah, I'm, I'm right? sorry, you know, like she's like I'm gonna knock you out and put you in a closet. Yeah, and she like hits her head off the the locker 
and then she just falls and hits her head off like the bench in front of the lockers. So it's like double bonk, double right? bonk, yeah. D- classic double <laughs> bonk. And then she just locks her. Not th- she's not even tied up, right? She just like locks her in this closet. So dumb. Yeah, and she dragged that body too. There was three bodies being dragged, and like actress is not a big like strong no. woman like the, like Rachel's like that man had to be like at least 200 pounds and she's just like just dragging his ankles in this bag and like tosses him by the field it looks like like right behind the cheerleading <laughs> squad like of course there's like a hole there just like for no reason she just like dumps the body in and is like oh fuck and just like throws him there but he, he might be 200 pounds in real life, but like he's skinny enough where like in your head at home, you know, you're ironing your clothes, you're folding your clothes after laundry. You could be like, well, he's skinny enough to drag probably. Yeah, know? like I could probably drag him. Like if I had to, I could probably drag him. Ace Ventura, when nature calls, yes. was on TV yesterday. Okay. And there's a famous scene where he punches a guy and like he he wears him on his shoulder and he calls him the Monopoly man. Okay, yeah. And I realize like now for the first time ever and I've seen this movie a million times obviously that the reason that guy is so tiny is because not only does Jim Carrey have to carry him, but then he like puts him on the shoulders of like the woman he's with. Yeah. And again, that's a very silly movie, but these are the things I think they think about when they make lifetime movies. Like, if she was dating, like, a fat guy, right? Yeah. People would question it, and it would take them out of the film. But you're just like, oh, okay. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't think the audience would question it. They would just ha- they would have had to explain it. There, were, there would have been, like, a rental of, like, a, like a cart okay. or something. And, like, that, the extra cost that would have been involved with that is worse than them just hiring <laughs> right. a skinnier actor. Right, like they're just Maybe like you're right. Maybe it is like a a cost thing. Yeah, it's it's they're just all just like trying to trim the bottom line here. That's what I'm thinking of. Like any way that they can save a few bucks, and like if it's like oh we get like our third best actor that we would have picked for this movie, but like he's skinny enough that she could pretend to drag the body. Like okay, that's fine. Like he might not be the best actor, but like neither was number one, so it doesn't matter. So when she's bonked, she goes out and she goes to the pep rally, but almost right away. Well, she has like a fantasy of like how it goes down, right? But it doesn't happen. Yes, she has a, a weird fantasy flashback again, right? Yeah, we didn't need that. Honestly, we didn't need that. Like we know what she wants. Yeah, we at this point we know her motivations for sure. So, like, we don't need to, like, see the envisioning of her, of this going really well for her because, like, that's what she's doing anyway. And, like, she's not that far off from it. Like, even if she bonked this girl recently, like, it doesn't matter because she's going to go out and be the cheerleading captain for the pep rally. Like, it's it's bound to happen in five minutes anyways. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, she's about to do her thing, and... They do they do her cheer, her, which is the, the recurring cheer that she got not cheerleading picked in the first time in high school, is she did this dumbass B-E-S-T cheer, and, like, she brings it back, and they do it, and so they're doing that at the pep rally, and then the cops just walk in. <laughs> and I feel like, honestly... In a real situation, they would wait till she was done. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't want to make a scene, but nope, they show up, like, on like, the Even, court. like, at halftime or something, like, they would have just, like, stood by the door, and then, like, at halftime when she, like, went to go do something, they'd have been like, just come with us for yeah, a Yeah, like, second. as soon as she went to the bathroom or yeah. something. If, like, nope. she was going to make a break for it, but, like, they would have let her, like, finish her. Che- She's, like, in the middle of the cheer routine. <laughs> but it's great. It's so much better yeah. for the movie. I agree. <laughs> I really love it. And then the movie just ends. That's it. That's ends. Sh- ends. Just cliff. There's no coda. No. But, you know, I've noticed that, though, because uh, 
what's the first one we did? Uh, high school, lover. high school lover. Yeah, kind of ended that way as well. Yeah, it's just like they're like, okay, she gets arrested. We're not gonna explain it. You see a cop, you see her walk out. Done. Just like nobody says anything. Nothing. Just end of the movie. Oh, you know what I noticed? What? So beginning of the film and end of the film. Yes. I could totally see how this would play well on TV to get you addicted to the next film, right? Yes. Like, it doesn't have a lull for you to like shut it off or go to a different channel. No. And then how this film began, they're like already they're like talking and like you're getting the plot already. So Yep. And you know if you watch them on Lifetime that they start playing the other film as the credits are rolling for this one. Oh, you know wow. that, right? Genius. Yeah, so, like, the credits will be rolling, and they're already, like, they have, like, a small screen, and the next one's already going. That is so smart. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It must be an edict that they give the writers, too. Like, your first scene's got to give a lot of information Yeah. to draw people in, and your last scene, you can't have just, like, a lull in it. You just have to end. Yeah, like I said, like, right, you're finishing this one, and then, like, at the bottom of the screen, it's like, oh, man, like this was a shitty cheerleading thing. I was in high school. Here's my flashback. And you're like, oh shit, wow, what is the fuck is going on in this like little one down here? And then it's like, poof, and then that one becomes the new movie. And you're like, well, here we go for another hour and a half. Especially if they do the things that you're saying in terms of just like the wrong series or yes. cheerleading, whatever it was called, right? Like Cheer rally kill. You're already in, yeah, you're already in the cheerleading mode. And if they run theoretically another one, or they run something similar, yep. or even if they run the same film, if you watched it halfway, <laughs> and then you're like, how did we get here? That's my oh, favorite fuck. way to watch it. I told you that. <laughs> when the new ones come out, you have to start the movie in the middle of it, so you get like the recap from the middle part on, you get to see the end, and then trying to watch loop back around the beginning... <laughs> That's that's like the best way to watch a Lifetime movie, for in my opinion. <laughs> I, and when they put a new one on, they play it like two two times in a row. So like you could just watch straight through, and that's my favorite. And to be fair, the final shot of this film is that prison thing, but it's like what fifteen seconds. Oh yeah, that's right. She does have like a like a girl interrupted. It's a coda, moment. but it's very short. It's like there's like people playing basketball in prison like women and she's like she has like a cheer going on but she's like ooh, and then do like the shake camera thing yes like yeah she could come back maybe who knows <laughs> i would love to see a second one of these when you're watching these movies and then you're going on to the next movie going on to the next yes. movie is there a cultural awareness of which one of these does well like is there like people on twitter or something or like how, do, how does anyone everyone know which ones are doing good and which ones like no one really cared about uh, i don't know does that even exist in uh... Kind of. Like, if you're a fan, you kind of know, but, like, it's something, like, inherent about it, right? Like, I don't think that, like, people come together and talk about it, but, like, if you know somebody that also likes them, and you're like, hey, that cheerleader one, and they'll be like, the one where she stole the identity and, like, bonked the guy with the pot, and you're like, yep, that one. <laughs> and you just, like, automatically know, even though there's, like, 50 cheerleader ones, right? Like, you would just know that this is what you're talking about. It's really strange. Like you have, you. Have, I think it's like just like a self awareness. Like if you watch enough of these, you know, like which ones are like the these are the juicy ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- but I mean, I guess I don't know. I've seen people talk about them and stuff like that. But like, like the p- other people that I would talk about Lifetime movies with, like they just like you kind of just have that that feeling about it. Everyone, just a reminder. Everyone's home during the day these days. My neighbor is blasting some very loud music, so if you can hear it in the microphone, I apologize. Again, just a disclaimer in case you can hear no, it. I, I, well, at least I okay, can. Good. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean that's our ending. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with this film? I think we uh, I think we dove pretty deep on this one. Two quick things. I think there's a kid that's holding a sign during the basketball game that says, "May all your swishes come true." <laughs> I didn't see that. That's yes, great. It's really, really good. And then I like when she was getting carried away by the cops and she goes, I can't drop out now. Like she was like really enrolled in school. <laughs> like she's like worried. That's great. Yeah, yeah. she's still it's worried great. about the perception of like the other students. Bro, you're going to jail. Like there's cops here. I feel like that's realistic. If you watch anything like, like fucking Tiger King, everyone's yes. talking about, right? Like, yeah. People believe the shit they're saying, like, no matter what. So I liked that because it was just like, she's in the So committed. Here. Committed. That's a great word for it. She's committed. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Oh. I'm glad you, you got to watch this one. I really, really enjoyed yeah, it was, this one. Yeah, it was really fun. It is. It's just a blast, man. So since the last time you've been on, we've been doing things a little differently towards the end. Okay. We've been giving out some awards. I think we might have had some things okay. yeah, last time and maybe not other things. So the first award we've been giving out is the Wooderson Award, okay. which uh, Wood- Wooderson was Matthew McConaughey's character in Dates of Confused. Famously, in that film, uh, he was only supposed to be in like one or two scenes, but the director loved him so much, and he, he increased his role in the film. Yeah. So if you were theoretically the director of this film, who stuck out at you who you'd be like, they need more lines or they need a bigger part? Has to be uh, fake Julia Stiles, right? <laughs> And she has a significant like yeah, role has, in this, but she is. But she's like second tier. She's actually like one of the only ones that's like kind of acting, right? Like mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's genuine. Like it doesn't play weird on the screen when I see her. So I'm like, yeah, she could definitely be in more of these. Yeah, no, exactly. And like she had actually an interesting story about her. They dotted it a little bit. Yeah. The parents were kind of like lame, as you said, like, you know, maybe a little bit too conservative, but you could have made this a 50-50 movie. Her story and the cheerleader story. I think so. I found it interesting that this film was called Identity Theft of a Cheerleader, but the identity theft aspect is not that big. Like, the (laughs) person whose identity she stole is not featured in the film. No. Like, what, she has three scenes? Yeah. (laughs) And she gets murdered, and also you're not stealing the identity of a cheerleader you're performing an identity theft and then becoming a cheerleader yes yes exactly so a good title to draw you in but maybe not an accurate title so maybe that character should get more as well because it might tie into the title more who knows who cares you know? yeah uh, next award I have is the Long Duck Dong Award in 16 Candles is a racist Asian character okay. um, but it doesn't have to be racist here the real criteria for this award is a character whose omission would make the film better. Oh, who would you delete from the film? The mom, I think, or not the mom because you need her motivation, but like the actress that played the mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think she got the tone of the film. Yeah, like... she's like she was still like doing the last Lifetime movie that she was in or something, right? <laughs> she might have been like mentally. She was just like she was in another character. I think. <laughs> Because sometimes she's mean, but sometimes she's sympathetic. Like, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that one. That's a good one. I, like, that, this is what I'm saying. Like, you definitely need the, the, the character, but the actress, not so much. <laughs> now, this award, I know. It, like, okay, there's some movies I do, like, especially modern movies, okay. where I'm like, uh, this award is not really applicable. This one, 
totally is, and this is 2019, so okay. Lifetime plays by different rules. It's the Cameron Fry Award. In Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Alan Ruck played Cameron Fry, and he was 30 years old, way too old to be a high schooler. He did it well, but who here did you think was like, hey, this person does not look like a high schooler? Oh, man. Definitely the boyfriend. The boyfriend was my top pick, but there was a lot here. Like, you could almost say... Because he's, he's, like, he's, he's close. Like, he's young. He definitely is young. And I feel like he'd be, like, a little bit younger than me. But he's definitely not 18 either. You know what I mean? Like, that's Yeah, like, the... if he, like, if I hosted a party and he was there, people would be like, oh, that's the young guy. Cause yeah, like, are you in he's... college, bud? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you about to graduate or something? But he's certainly not a kid that he plays here. No. No way. Definitely not. And, like, her, she's, dev- like, she's, like, wrinkled. Like, right? Like, she's, she has, like, crow's feet and stuff. Like, she's not, like, an 18-year-old. But she's also playing 30, playing 18. <laughs> so, in that sense, I'm like, okay, I give him kind of some leeway, right? Because, like, she is 30 in the film, according to, like, you know, what her age should be. Look, we've done some films here that, like, cast everyone as a 28-year-old. And we've done some films here that cast everyone as a 15-year-old. Yeah. If they cast, like, 15-year-old kids, or even 17-year-old kids, whatever, 18-year-old kids, whatever age you're supposed to be, and they had her, she would look more believable as creepy, right? Yeah, for sure. Again, because they were so close in age, it didn't really play that way all the time. It is creepy as hell. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not. But I think they could have really, like, hammered it in if they cast somebody who was, like, if he looked like a, maybe athletic, but still like like a dork somehow, like a young kid. Yeah. If he was just, like, would... under 20, it would have been, like, very <laughs> passable. We'd have been like, whoa, this is strikingly different. So the next part, I always talk about the Rotten Tomatoes review. Oh. But this is Lifetime. They don't use, they do not do Rotten Tomatoes really? stuff there. Yeah, they do so many films that I just don't think that people... I mean, d- dude, look at, like, the like IMDb or anything like that. These films only have, like, three or four reviews, usually. Yeah. I think Am- Amazon had three reviews, something like that. So I don't know if you... Like letterboxed, think, like do they have lifetime movies on letterboxed? They probably do. I mean, they have everything, right? I don't. I don't use letterboxed. Joey's the big letterboxed guy. Yeah, I, I don't have it either. But let's see, how many reviews on letterboxed? Fifty six. That's like the most I've ever seen. Damn. Two point nine on letterboxed. But you know, between you and me and everyone listening, letterboxed can be kind of a snobby site. It's it's definitely guy. pretentious. <laughs> like they, there's there's some things that they really like. Big fans of Nicholas Wanting Refn on, on Letterbox for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like that's oh. their their. Steez. So this guy on Letterbox though, he gave it half a star. So fuck him. But he made a really good point that I was going to mention. What? Lifetime movies are starting to have increasingly stupider names for fake websites. This one has Face Bubble instead of <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> It, like you know what they're getting at, but like why? Like why did you have to do face bubble? And somebody had to sit there and make this fake website for them. That's what, that's what this guy says. He goes on to say, all the writers could come up with was face bubble. That's just sad. <laughs> I wonder if they if they're recycling these. I've never seen like one repeat though, so I don't think so. Like they should. Like, like what if the Lifetime Universe just had Facebook instead of Facebook, right? Exactly. Like, and it was just like known that that's like like they're just like oh yeah like they all have Facebook. They're always referring to Facebook. They'll be like tac tac or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever. <laughs> exactly. So 
Rachel brought up, I mean, to you, not on the air, but okay. Rachel mentioned like Disney stuff, how this uh, star was a Disney star. Yes. I didn't really watch Disney in that era. No, like, same. I was a little too old. Yep. But I had like younger siblings. And a big thing that Disney started to do on those shows was do stuff like that. So, like, they didn't have Apple in the Disney, like, TV universe. Wasn't it Pear? Pear, exactly. Yeah. They had, like, Pear phone and, like, the Pear iPad exactly. or whatever. Like, you know. and, and it's, like, so, a like, through line that you can, like, carry throughout the thing so you, like, know what Lifetime you're watching. Lifetime needs to do stuff like that. I know. I think so, too, dude. See, we should write them. We should write Lifetime <laughs> movies. Think of the merchandising. Like, if you're a big Lifetime fan... And we'll use the pear thing as an example, right? Yeah. If there's a phone cover that shows a pear instead of, like, an apple, you're going to get that. And if you're, like, on the subway or something and you, Joe, as a Lifetime fan, see someone with a pear cover on the phone, you're going to be like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, you're going to be like, yeah, dude, you see that cheerleader one, like, where she bonked them? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, man, we got to, like, tell our ideas. Okay. Face bubble. (laughs) So, report card grade from A plus to F. What will you rate identity theft of a cheerleader? Again, Lifetime movies are weird, but enjoyment level. That's what I like to say to people. Yeah, I would give this one probably like a B plus. This was really enjoyable. It had a lot of things that I did like in it. I think this is this is top tier for new ones. So I give it a B plus. There's, there's some things that I wish that it had that it didn't. So I gave it a B, and part of the reason, like for me, I feel like this movie has rewatchability. <laughs> Doesn't <know>? it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, so this, this... Which again, good good Lifetime movie has that, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like I could watch this again right now. Yeah, that's the thing that you get drawn into because, like, even if you've seen one of them, so like when you're like watching them as a set like this, right? When they're doing like cheerle like cheerleader Saturday or whatever, then you start watching them, and even if you've seen one, you're like okay, you're not going to turn off the channel because you're like, that one was pretty decent, right? So, like, you might not have seen two of the three, but, like, the one in the middle, you're like, oh, I can watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. Yes. You, you know, you're coming over to the high school slumber party. You theoretically can invent any sleeping bag that is themed to identity theft of a cheerleader. What sleeping bag are you bringing? I'm bringing the body bag that he's in when she drags him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my, my – it's going to be like a full one that goes like over my head, and I'm just going to make you drag me around in it all night. <laughs> great slumber party game. Yeah, just down the just stairs. Dump, 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 dump. Okay, so typically I say that if we like, you know, went to like a blockbuster or a rental video store, yeah. but this is going to be a little bit different, like, because it's a lifetime movie. Okay. Rent two movies, get one free. But this is going to be watch two life well, whatever something like that. Yeah. Pick two other lifetime movies that would complement this movie. Is my point? Oh, I really liked Cheerleader Escort. <laughs> the Cheerleader Escorts. That's good. Oh, that's too, again too bad it's college. But I, I really would want to check that one out. Yes, hey, I might the as plot. Well, right? The plot is that this this girl goes to college, becomes a cheerleader, and it's also just like a hooker service. <laughs> It's literally it. like it's so you good. become a cheerleader and you're also now an escort. And like that's <laughs> just the premise of the movie. And yeah, it's a fun ride. Um, <laughs> that's great. I like that one. One more, one more. Hmm, what other one? Like like if you and I were like together theoretically, you know, it's nighttime. You showed me this movie. You're like, I'm, like, I'm in. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm in. 
I want to watch two more tonight before we go to bed. Yeah, definitely. Cheerleader Escort. Definitely Cheerleader Escort. I would have to go along with this thing. What? I think, okay, this is what I would have done. I would do that one, Cheerleader Escorts, and I would do the wrong cheerleader so I could entice you with the wrong theme. Oh, then, you know, that's a good hook. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'd give you the wrong cheerleader, so, like, we keep it in the cheerleader era right now, but I'm queuing you up for, you know, wrong mother, wrong grandmother later. I love it. Great. <laughs> that's how I reeled you in. Well, Joe, again, appreciate these lifetime sessions. We got to do some more of these. It's always a pleasure. Oh, dude, I love it. On. Thank you for letting me come on and talk about these goofy <laughs> movies. It makes me really happy to have an outlet for it, right? And speaking of goofy movies, oh, uh, yes. on Twitter. We well, voted. On Twitter. I voted. Rachel voted. Well, yes. Oh, I should say that. On a, my cousin is getting a goofy movie tattoo. We're waiting till, uh, by the way, yeah, we're waiting till. Obviously. Yes. Well, one, when tattoo place is open. But I definitely want to do that as a live show to oh, cool. reveal the tattoo to everyone. Oh, nice. You know? I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big one, guys. If you haven't voted already, go on our social media. The fighting might be done by this episode's app, but whatever. It's cool. My cousin Pumpkin is getting a goofy movie tattoo. But I was going to say that officially on Twitter, and I'm counting it as law, you committed to the next run of our Twilight Forever I'm series. 100% in. <laughs> Um, we've talked about this before with, with Kate, like you and I have mentioned it before on Twitter that like, I think the Twilight Breaking Dawn part two is a perfect film. I love everything about it (laughs) and I had never seen any of the other Twilights or read the books. So crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So you've watched all of them now, right? No, I'm still, I'm still. So, okay, so this is how we're going to do it. That's why okay. I know you'll have time in 2021. Yeah. We are spreading. Instead of, like, what you guys do in Too Fast Forever, like, just every week yeah. lap, and then, you know, you have your in-betweens. But we just spread the five movies throughout the year. So Kate and I will do year one of Twilight, which okay. is 2020. 2021, we're going to bring on a guest, which is, you know, we've decided to invite you as our guest. That would be awesome. I would be honored, too. So you haven't watched all of the films yet. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm at Eclipse. Eclipse will be our next one. Okay. So, like, up until literally this morning, I have not seen any of the other Twilight films besides Breaking Dawn Part 2, which I've seen 15, 20 times because I really enjoy it. And I kind of liked how perfect it was, not knowing what was happening in the rest of the world. Like, because, like, I have no context <laughs> of, like, why, like, what any of these characters' motivations are. Like, I, like, I have, like, no relationships with them. I'm not, like, rooting for anyone. It's just, like, as a shitty film, I love Breaking Dawn Part 2. It's just, like, perfect like that. Oh, God, I can't, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But it's so don't, good. Don't I'm not. I'm not. It's like it's just it's just so perfect. Anyways, I started watching them again this morning, and I watched the first one, and and like I just have them going today, and I'm like, yep. The the other ones are as Kate had said, as good as the last one too, and like the weird motivations of it is it like it works for me. So like I, although I'm sad that I'm not getting to just experience Breaking Dawn Part Two in a bubble like I was, I really do enjoy watching the other ones. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Like, Kate has really got me into these. I just love passion, you know? I love how you're passionate about this Lifetime stuff. Yes. I love how Kate's passionate about Twilight. So that's all I care about, you know? Like, you've done some pretty good stuff on Too Fast or Forever and all your other things. But I don't know if you've ever had, like, a guest who's really not passionate about the subject matter. And it kind of sucks. Yeah, it's it's just a downer, you know? Or, like, you have somebody come on that, like, didn't enjoy the film. 
and like doesn't really want to articulate why they didn't enjoy it or something like that. Like I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's way more fun when somebody like is excited about what they want to talk about. Yeah. So this was a blast again. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. Really appreciate brother. it. Uh, stay safe. And I can't wait for you to bring the next lifetime package Ooh. into my life. I'm getting ready for it. I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig. I'm going to find you a nice good one for next time too. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, appreciate it so much. Thanks. Thanks. Big thank you to Joe too. Big cheer thank you for Joe too for stopping by for identity theft of a cheerleader. And a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of spoiler. He'll be back with another special guest in this Cheer Monday series. But next Monday, we're going to have a different cheer movie. It won't be with Joe, too. And you'll find out about it this Friday. Because your homework for this Friday is not to watch a cheer movie, but it is to watch a movie called Blockers. Let's block those mother... I'm in. Just going through the laundry? Found these new thongs. You know I love it when the music stops, but come and strip that down for me. Tonight, I'm tearing these off with my teeth like an old school cartoon billy goat. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, Mitch, those are your daughters. I'm ready. You look beautiful. I used to hold that girl in the palm of my hand. Kayla's becoming a woman. You're going to have to deal with that. Thanks, was looking for that. We gonna light it up like it's prom night. Dad, why are you here? You think I'm gonna miss the most important night of your young life? Isn't that graduation? Graduation is for losers. Tonight is the first night of our adult lives. I wanna go to prom and lose my goddamn virginity. <laughs> prom night, it's kind of perfect. I'm in. Julie left her laptop open. You guys are snooping on our kids? All emojis have a secret meaning. Oh! Eggplants are dicks. This is some kind of a dick-related agreement. Maybe they're just saying, hey, you're okay with me. You're okay with me. I mean, maybe. What? Our girls are not thinking things through. I'm gonna stop them. I'm in. I'm fully planning on having sex tonight. Wherever the night takes us. The night's gonna take us there. Wherever the wind sails our ships. Your ship is going into my harbor. <laughs> They're getting away. WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do? Hey, Fast and the Furious is completely unrealistic. It's not a documentary. I get that. I'll do anything for my daughter. What about a chugging contest? Bring it. No, no, we're chugging, right? <laughs> we're butt chugging. On the count of three. Oh. They got a lager or an IPA? No. Does it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Jesus, he's spit-roasting himself. Post, run! Post! Stop! Are you a team player or aren't you? I just chugged a 40 with my asshole. I'm a team player. A lot of fun blockers chatting this Friday. A lot of John Cena chatting this Friday. Because my guest will be Mike Manzi, one of the most tenured guests here on High School Slumber Party, the host of Third Time's a Charm, and one of the co-founders of the Cage Club Podcast, a network. Well, thank you so much 
for listening today, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, and I did want to apologize again for my neighbors blasting music. There's nothing you can do about that. I'm not going to go over and be like, lower your music. I'm recording a podcast. You know, like that's just not probably going to fly well. I'm trying to be a good neighbor during quarantine. Everyone has their process. I guess this process was to blast music, whatever. But hopefully it didn't distract too much from the episode. Hopefully you couldn't even hear it. I don't know. Some people said they could. Some people said they couldn't. Anyway. Let's not rain on this parade. Let's celebrate another day together and another great episode of High School Slumber Party. And remember, guys, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you could miss it. Oh, oh, oh! Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let's leave you with another song from my list of cheerleading songs that I googled. This one is by an artist named Cher Lloyd, and it's called... Swagger Jagger. Later, dudes. You can't stop looking at me, staring at me, be what I be. You can't stop looking at me, so get up on my face. You can't stop clicking at me, writing about me, tweeting about me. I can't stop, it's what it gonna be. My swagger's in trade on the floor. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.